Hey everyone, and welcome to the All Elite Zone podcast on YouTube and Twitch and a bunch of other streaming devices. Uh, we're here for the AW Rampage live reaction, but before the Rampage live reaction, we have a special guest, uh, AW referee Bryce Rimsberg is here. Uh, you guys have probably seen him referee a whole lot of matches on AEW uh, and probably some of the most famous matches in AEW. So, uh, yeah, uh, I guess we're gonna, just going to go in order from me, Chris. Yeah. So uh, my first question is, how did you get into becoming a wrestling referee? Well, I am uh, hopelessly unathletic. I'm uh, five five. I am. Uh, I played my mandated two league two innings of little league baseball. I was like, well, maybe wrestling's not for me. Uh, and I also am uh, was scared of getting hurt, to be honest. So I realized that if I was, if I became a referee, I could be in the ring. I could have great seats. I could, you know, I wouldn't have to pay to go see wrestling anymore, hypothetically. And a school opened when I was nineteen called the Chikar Wrestle Factory in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I went to college in Philadelphia at Temple University. And I went and trained and I got a good vibe off the place. I signed up and I trained for about four months. And then I refereed my first match in uh, September of 2002. And I did about 16 or 17 years on the Indies. And then the AEW came along and fell from the sky. And I'm uh, very, very happy. I have the I quit my my day job and I have the coolest job in the entire world. Uh, so I just, it's, uh, I'm, I'm right place, right time. Very lucky, very happy to be here. I uh, used to, when the Young Bucks were on the Indies, they used to come uh, fly to Pennsylvania for uh, for Chikara. And I used to pick them up at the airport, take them to Wawa, check them to their hotels, show them around. And uh, I guess when, you know, AEW opened, they remembered me and uh, they, you know, thought I wasn't a total zilch and uh, offered me a chance. And I did a double or nothing 19 in Las Vegas and then uh, eventually got signed. And I just, uh, my... As of May 1st, my uh, contract rolls over to its fourth year, so I'm excited to be with AEW for many, 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 many years to come because I do not want to go back to uh, pharmaceutical advertising. I'll be honest with you guys. Oh, that's so cool. I'm a nurse. I know so many drug reps. <laughs> yeah, it uh, doesn't always feel great. Uh, not, the, not the best feeling job in the world. I was a, a proofreader for pharmaceutical advertising. I sat at a cubicle, and I, I liked people I worked with. It wasn't bad, but... I was uh, really excited to uh, peace out and say, I'm going to go join the circus. And they're like, what? And uh, my uh, my accountant and our financial advisor are very confused every time I tell them I'm a professional wrestling referee. That blows their mind. Uh, but I have the paperwork to prove it. It's legit. Where, where, where in the world are, are all of you folks at? I'm from uh, Olive Branch, Mississippi. Oh, about okay. 15 minutes from Memphis, Tennessee. Home of Marco Stunt. Yeah. 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 Awesome. 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 How do y'all um, know each other? Sorry. Oh, I'm uh, up here in Connecticut. <laughs> oh, okay. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Do you come to our Boston shows? I have not yet. Me and my husband have been working on uh, making it up there, but we have three kids at home. So. I, how, how old are your kids? How old, if, if you don't mind me asking, how old are your kids? Oh God. Um, it's going to age me, but I have a 15 year old, an 11 year old and a six year old. Judgment-free zone. Mm -hmm. I have a six-year-old and a one-year-old. I just put them oh, both to bed. Oh, yeah, my, but I think you might have stuff around right now. <laughs> my, uh, my wife is out with her friends tonight. It's Friday, and I am being super dad, so I put them to bed. Now I'm talking about wrestling, and tomorrow morning we got a t-ball game. It's all happening. It's going to be great. Oh, softball. But, all day tomorrow. Yep. 
high yeah, school yeah. play. <laughs> yeah, got a doubleheader tomorrow. There's only three teams in his T-ball league. So every other Saturday, they take turns playing two games. So we got a 9 o'clock and a 10.30. So yeah. can't stay up too late after Rampage night, you know? I know. 7 a.m. swimming, too. And, uh, well, I'm from the great state of Texas. Oh, what part? Uh, I'm living uh, in uh, central Texas, Waco, not too far okay. from uh, Dallas. Okay, yeah. I feel like I've been to Texas since AW started 20 times, probably. <laughs> probably not that many, but it feels like it. I am from uh, Oxford, Mississippi. Um, it's a small town, and it's also next to, uh, and it's also one hour away from where Connor is. Oh, awesome. How do you all know each other? Uh, well, Chris, I met him off of Facebook. Nice. I think. And then. I have my own YouTube channel, AW Fan Guy, and that's how I met Mr. Jacobs. Oh, cool! And then mm-hmm. As the podcast progressed, that's how I got to know Carly. I got uh, recruited in. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice, nice. Welcome. Well, that's awesome. It's exciting that in some shape or form, AW brought you all together. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. for sure. And thanks for the recommendation of Darby Allen, because I do have a Darby Allen haircut. Oh, nice. Yes. Very cool. Very cool. I find myself doing a lot, uh, refereeing a lot of Darby's matches. I think it might be because I am uh, the shortest referee of the bunch and uh, I uh, make him look tall perhaps, but I, uh, it's, it's uh, a never, never a dull moment when you're refereeing a Darby on that. I don't doubt that. (laughs) (laughs) The more I watch Darby, the more my stomach drops and I'm just like, Oh God. Yeah, some of that stuff yeah. looks even grosser up close, I'm here to tell you. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know how he walks away sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess it's my turn to ask a question, Connor. Awesome, right? let's do it. Yeah, we're going in order. Okay, um, well, Bryce Renberg, my question to you is, well, I remember watching Ruby Soho's uh, debut in AEW, and mm-hmm. when I saw you and her, well, I mean, are you? I'm not. I'm not trying to be personal, but are you guys friends or? We're very good friends. Now, I I think I I when she started training in maybe 2007 or eight, I might have refereed her third or fourth match. She was training at Indiana and came out to Pennsylvania, and I know her trainer, and she knows my trainer, and uh, we go way 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 back. And uh, she wrestled for Chikara, the promotion I worked for in the Indies for a long time, and then she got signed. I was so proud of her, and I was kind of like, well, I guess you know, good for my friend. I guess I'm not going to see her much anymore. And then I am kind of I help put her in contact with Cody Rhodes uh, to help get her foot in the door. Not that anyone needed to like you know go to bat for her because she's awesome. Everybody knew that. And um, when she won, she uh, I mean I, I was great to see her, and she was nervous, and we had to like sneak her in the building and everything, which was very exciting. And uh, after she won, and I got in the ring, I, I, she didn't know it was going to be me. I think, and she was already emotional, and she saw me, and we just had this very uh, real moment uh, w- between friends because I've known her for 12 or 13 years and I've always been a fan of hers and I'm so, so, so proud of her and I've always looked up to her and admired her and everything she does. And it was just a great moment. And it was, uh, it was in the rampage opening for a while, which is kind of cool. My son thought that was really neat. Yeah. 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 So uh, no, it was just a, a lovely moment and I will happily talk about Ruby Soho for the rest of my life. Cause I'm a, a big fan of hers. I think, I don't think we've quite, uh, even scratch the surface of what she has to offer. Now that's a destination yeah. unknown, right there. There it is. I yep, that's that's true fact. I did read in an article that um, 
you and Paul Turner are the also travel, uh, do the travel. That's true. That's true. I'm the, I'm the travel manager and Paul works in the travel department. Yeah, it's true. We, uh, wow. Is um, that like I've, I've learned a lot about uh, <laughs> now that you have like such an extensive roster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we have a, we have a third helper that is not a referee. She lives in Los Angeles. Her name is Emily. So once we, once they grew, I was like, we might need a, a little depth in department. Uh, we have some drivers that work under us and uh, we have a whole, I've learned a lot about private jets and car service and we book all the hotels for everyone. That's something that AEW offers that WWE does not. WWE guys book their own hotel rooms. We book the hotel for them. We, uh, we book buses to get everyone from the hotel to the arena. Um, we reimburse all the Ubers and Lyfts and taxis from the airport to the hotel and everything. So it is um, not a, a, a simple small job, but uh, it takes yeah. a village. We, we get it done together. And luckily, pretty much everybody's really, really super cool. And it's given me a, a unique uh, perspective to get to know Chris Jericho and Sting and CM Punk because I do all their travels. So, you know, to have, you know, you know, get to talk to them on the phone once in a while and check in with them. And, you know, it's a business conversation, but, you know, like it's, when my phone rings and it says Sting on it, it's still pretty, it's still pretty cool. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> That's like really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, like I said, everyone's really cool and understanding and, you know, when they have a problem, we try, we try to fix it and they're respectful of our time and cool with us. And it's uh it's, you know, there, there are definitely stressful moments. It's not all, you know, rainbows and butterflies and unicorns, but uh, by and large, everyone's super cool. And it's a, uh, it's a very cool experience. I, I actually, I have two contracts. I have an office job contract and a referee contract. So. Wow. Um, yeah, oh, cool. I'm very, 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 very lucky. Wow. I've learned how to how to navigate private jets and why they take off and how they go and all this stuff. It's, uh, it's stuff I never thought would be in my life three years ago. I know all the hotel chains and all the airport codes in the United States. It's uh, this weird knowledge. I, wow. I gave up pharmaceutical advertising to tell you that, you know, Grand Rapids Airport code is GRR. -GER. <laughs> <laughs> And well, I think one thing that uh, a lot of us want to know is um, the atmosphere backstage, uh, the environment backstage. It, it seems like it would be a pretty, pretty uh, relaxed, you know, backstage, and it's not as 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 you know busy or hustling, you know, hustling bustle as uh, like the WWE would be. Um, well, can you tell us like the experience, your experiences backstage, and you know the, sure, the environment sure. back there. Well, I I personally have never worked for WWE, so I can't con compare to that, but. Uh, by and large, it's pretty chill. I think once it gets to be showtime and it gets close to eight o'clock on a Wednesday, things get a little, you know, people get in the zone mm -hmm. and they're warming up, getting ready for their matches and that people all prepare and get intense in their own ways, but no one's a real jerk. Um, everybody pretty much keeps themselves. Some people are quiet and others and that's okay. You know, um, I don't think Darby Allen's going to start reciting poetry or, you know, giving us a, a Shakespearean soliloquy anytime soon. And that's okay. He does his thing. He shows up for work. You know, he's, he's where he needs to be. We're all in this together. And uh, it, it's truly unique. I think about, you know, Eddie Kingston and Ricky Starks and these people that are from completely different backgrounds and their, yeah. their, their through line, their connection is professional wrestling. Um, I wouldn't know that if it were professional wrestling. I would. I don't have much else in common with Eddie Kingston or Darby or Jungle Boy or CM Punk or whoever it is. Like the through line of all these people is professional wrestling. Uh, so there's a definite respect and common understanding that we're all on the same team. We're all trying to create the same thing. We want AEW to be the coolest, most amazing thing in the world, so we can all have the job the rest of our lives and maybe get rich in the process. You know, not me, but everyone else. Uh, but <laughs> 
yeah, it's 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 a uh, it, it, and, and, and you know like there's a different atmosphere for like a dark taping versus a pay per view uh, because there's you know there's more there's more pressure on bigger things and as a referee too like you know doing the first match of the night sometimes different than doing the main event of a pay per view or a world title match there's different approaches to everything but um, I'm sorry that's my dog uh, no one no no one's a real jerk I would say everyone's pretty cool and respectful for one's time in my experience at least you know there, I'm sure there's things that mind closed us that I'm not privy to and, and that's okay I, I kind of like it that way to be honest I know I know oh, what the, awesome. the, the, ref, the ref the referee gangs super super great with each other that's those are the people that I have to deal with you know on a, on that level most of all um, everyone's I've you know I uh we didn't we had never none of us had really ever worked together before AEW so we all just kind of the first day were like okay I guess we're gonna be friends and you know that was three years ago we haven't looked back Paul Turner lives 10 minutes from me he's the two lives right up the road here in Lancaster yeah Yeah. so uh my next question is what was it like refereeing the exploding barbed wire death match? <laughs> like, like you had the whole, the full yeah, thing on. Like how, uh, like how 99 percent of it was pretty crazy. The last one percent is what it was. Uh, <laughs> I think that it was. Uh, um, I'm very like sort of proud of my refereeing resume. Like I've done this and I've done that and I've you know done Iron Man matches and 12 man tag team matches and coffin matches and all these different things. But I'm you know the only referee in the United States of America to ever referee a barb exploding barbed wire death match on pay-per-view like ever. And I think that's really cool. And uh, it might not have been what everybody wanted to be. And it might not have been, you know, the, but still it was a world title match. It was the main event of a pay-per-view and it was this unique thing. And and I was trusted enough by Kenny and Mox and Tony Khan and Paul who makes referee assignments to be the guy to do it. And uh, I'll have that forever. And, you know, I choose to remember the experience of it. And I, I remember the next day I went to Disney world by myself. <laughs> that was like, that's, that's just like this weird correlation of things in my brain. Uh, we had a day off in Jacksonville and I rented a car and drove to Orlando and Disney world just kind of spent some time by myself. And uh, yeah, I mean, one of my goals was to referee a world title match. And I, you know, got through that. And then it was to, you know, referee the main event of a pay-per-view and I got to do that. And then I got to referee a world title match on pay-per-view. And then I got to referee a world title match on pay-per-view with uh, barbed wire and exploding ring around it. Um, and I remember like it was being talked about. And it was like, oh, it's this kind of this thing in the distance. But then they had to, the, the pyro guys had come like test the explosions one day in Jacksonville. And we all had to like get, be there and see what it was going to be like. Like me and Mox and Kenny had to, like, you know, get a vibe for this. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, wow, this is, this is legit. <clears throat> and there was, you know, it was an empty arena and they were just practicing. And I was like, Oh, this is, this is going to be pretty crazy. And then I was told what they wanted me to wear. And I'm like, you know, let's go. Let's let, if we're, if we're going to lean, if we're going to lean into this being unique, let's lean in all the way. So that's exactly what we did. And I, mm-hmm. my, uh, my suit had to get sprayed with this anti uh, flame stuff. I don't quite understand it, but this tech guy had to spray Kenny and Mox and I, all of our gear down, just in case something went a little bit too wrong, uh, we wouldn't completely go up in flames. And uh, luckily, that didn't go wrong. So that we had that going for us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have you let your kids watch that? No. 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 Yeah. My, uh, <laughs> no, my, uh, my, my son watches. He loves dark because the matches are really short, and it's pretty low stakes. Uh, he does not like blood, and he doesn't like Abaddon, and he doesn't <laughs> like. He used to not like the butcher and the blade, but he's come around to the butcher and the blade. He doesn't care for blood. Uh, and he doesn't care for long matches. Uh, My so. six-year-old loves um, Malachi mm. Black. 
Oh, sister. really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's the inverse of my six-year-old. He's not a big man. He, my, he, my six-year-old loves Ricky Starks, Jungle oh. Boy, yep. and the young Jungle one. Man he is what my six-year-old calls him. Jungle Man. Mm-hmm. Jungle, Jungle Man. Hey. That's a that's a that's a that's a promotion, I guess. You know, he's yeah. he's leveled up. And Jungle Man and Luchasaurus and that guy. The guy. Christy Cage. Okay, okay, Christy Cage. Yep, yep, yep. It's no fun because I'm your kids may have the same experience. Uh, my six year old has no idea, like he doesn't realize that Jr. is this legend. He has no idea that Sting is this Hall of Famer or Chris Jericho. Nope. You know, they're just they're just AW guys. Tim, like he cares yeah. about. He cares about you know the captain Sean Dean as much as he cares about Tony Schiavone or whatever. You know, exactly. It's, yeah. it's it's really fun to, to watch wrestling from a kid's eyes. He likes he he likes Powerhouse Hobbs music too. He has pop 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 power. He loves to do that. Yeah, he has no frame of reference. Every time CM yeah. Punk comes out, he chants CM farts. I'm sure. I'm sure. We're like he has no idea that he's a legend. It's right. just CM farts every time. Right. I was like, oh. he, he took, I was explaining to him, he's like, oh, he took off for seven years and he came back. He's like, whatever. Like, I'm, I yeah. was even alive when he ate it. It doesn't matter to him. He's just seeing parts to him because it mm-hmm. sounds cool. <laughs> he likes Adam Cole too. He likes Adam Cole's song too. So that's a big part yeah, of it. Yeah, he, yeah, likes, yeah. He, like, he likes going, he likes doing boom. Yeah. yeah. We play this fun game where we, we try to take like the funniest name to say, like, uh, um, it's all about the boom. It'll just say, like, I don't know. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of a, a silly name. Yeah. Uh, Dick Trick. Dick Trickle is a NASCAR driver. Like Dick Trickle, baby. And he, like, he puts all his friends, he puts all his friends' names there. There's there's a kid in his kindergarten class named Harvey Lurch. He's like all about the booms. Like Harvey Lurch, baby. He thinks that's so funny. So we could do that for hours. So try it tonight with your kids or your friends or whatever. Just think of the yep. most silly. Think of your accountant's name or your teacher oh or someone. Or, yeah, just put the most silly name in this tough guy situation. It's really fun to do. Oh, that's funny. That's good. Yeah. It's all about the boom. Alex Marvez, baby. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, well, two things, though, and, I, and I've been trying to do this to an AEW official. So Uh-oh. first thing, okay. And in the center of the ring, wait, at five foot five, weighing in at 145 pounds, Me. he is an all-elite wrestling official referee, Rice. Rimsburg. Oh, wait till I tell Justin you're coming for his job. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do some ring announcing. I even introduced oh, Billy cool. Gunn, not once, but twice. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. What promotions do you work for? Uh, technically, I'm not in promotions right now. I just I just got into the ring, you know, as by surprise. Or oh. I auditioned on YouTube, then I got the cut. Oh, well, congratulations. It's really cool. Yeah. And, um, and here's, and second, my question to you is, and I'm glad you did not take you know who's offer? Uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, that, th- there is enough money in the world to shut him up. Yeah, but <laughs> here's the thing though, and I really hate to say this, but what? But in alternative, what would might happen if you did take MJF's offer? Well, here's the thing: Do you trust MJF? No, no, neither do I. So just because he said he's going to do something. I had no, I, I didn't think for a second he'd actually do it. He says a lot of things, right? So he's saying he's gonna like give me all this money or whatever. It's like, come on, man. He the the, the second he the second like the you'd call his you'd call his bluff. He wouldn't give it to you. So also, I think we all understand that MJF has, <clears throat> you know, maybe not been completely honest with with me or everyone in his past. And uh, if I had a chance to like, you know stick it to him maybe in a way while still following the rules and doing my job. I mean, technically he was out of the ring. Right. So <laughs> I have, I have, a, I have, a, I have no regrets. Let's put it that way. 
Well, the good. Well, that's a good thing though, because I don't like MJF. I wore this shirt tonight just for you, since you fully support. Like fully support. Where do, how much? Where do I get one? Let's go. I, I, let's, let's, I'd love one of those. Uh, they're on pro wrestling tees on all elite uh, okay. shop, you know. But and uh, well, anyway, let's go to Carly B's question. Carly. Oh, what did I have? Um, oh, I was going to ask about the Jackson Cash match. That you oh, that was really cool. Yeah, I was so looking forward to that. I thought it was a great match. And uh, I just wanted to see how, how you felt uh, refing that match. And just because they have such a unique style and they're, um, you know, so so close as a tag team. How was that? It was awesome. I, uh, you know, sometimes I see matches I want to ref and I don't say anything. And sometimes I see matches that are ref and I want to say something. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But uh, they asked me if I wanted to ref their match. And I said, absolutely, I want to ref your match. I would love to ref your match. Um, I think that a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of extenuating circumstances in a match. There's someone outside the ring or this happens or that happens, or there's a lot of, there's a lot of things flowing into what makes a match, but a match like that, or the match that Punk and Dax had a few weeks ago in Austin, which I also was lucky enough to referee, the opening match of Dynamite, the crowd's always the hottest. Straight up wrestling. Like, I'm I'm about the same age as those guys. I'm a big fan of the same things they are. Bret Hart, Owen Hart, you know, the, the style, Mr. Perfect. There's so many callbacks in that match. Um, I was, you know, really looking forward to watching it from the monitor. But luckily enough, I got to watch from inside the ring. And I had, you know there were people paid a lot of money to sit in the front row and as everybody was watching on TV or was watching at the monitor, but I had a better seat than anyone else. And I had to like make sure I didn't become too much of a fan because it's just like, that's, that's, that to me is professional wrestling. That's, you know, rookie steamboat, Ric Flair and Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko and Brett Nolan and all these, you know, just straight up amazing pro wrestling matches, no chicanery, no funny business, no distractions, just a pro wrestling match. And uh, it was an honor and a pleasure. And I told them both that on Wednesday. And if it uh, ever happens again, I hope I'm there in, in the next time as well. It was it was awesome. Did you did you guys enjoy it? Yes. Oh my god! Yeah, I loved it. Crazy thing, they've never they've never ever wrestled each other. They've they have such chemistry both as a team and as opponents. It was great. Not a single punch. Not a single punch. Yeah. Right. Right. How about that? How about that? Pro wrestling. Pro wrestling. I think they were. Um, um, I mean, when you when you think about it as a, a tag team wrestler, is is typically doing about half the work. You spend half the match on the apron, right. and the two of them, when they got to the back, were, I think, a little more tired than they're used to being because they were doing 100 percent of the work <laughs> against each other. Uh, so there was, you know, definitely they were they were feeling it. I think Thursday morning, but I think mm-hmm. if you ask either of them, they tell you it was worth it. They do it all again. Hmm. Thank you for Are asking there any, about that. that like, was as of- long as. Uh, as long as you've been referring, I mean, I'm I'm sure you have, I'm sure you have some funny stories or things that have happened inside the ring or out. Can you share any of those stories? Um, let me see if I can think of one off the top of my head. Uh, someone accidentally got counted out once on on the Indies. They weren't supposed to get counted out. They just weren't paying attention, and I was like eight, nine, and they were just not getting by the ring. I was like, well, I, I got to say 10, dude. Sorry, <laughs> you got it out. And uh, I forget what happened after that. There might have been some <laughs> plan to restart the match or something. It got a little silly. Uh, but it was uh, – um, that was not the plan. Let me try – I'm thinking of some other things. There, there's sometimes some stress in making sure, you know, somehow, some way, the main event of Dynamite always ends before 10 o'clock. It's crazy how that just happens. Uh, but uh, it's – come a little close a couple times and it gets a little stressful if you know you're the referee and you're looking at what time it is um but knock on wood 
uh, we, every match has ended on time. No one's missed the end of a wrestling match. So it does, it, it, it gets a, a, it's a little more stressful than I think a lot of people think. Um, refereeing on television with an earpiece and, you know, Tony Khan himself is talking to you and mm. you're trying to make sure everything's going right and make everyone happy and make sure also nobody gets hurt. And Sammy gave us a scare the other night and it was, uh, yeah. So th- there's a lot of moving pieces, but I, I think repetition's helping a lot. The more I do it, the better. That's one there aren't a lot of good things about a global pandemic, but mm. I think doing those matches with no fans, um, you know, those late night dark tapings in Jacksonville, that gave me a lot of confidence. A lot of that gave me a lot of reps and made me a lot feel a lot more confident as a, you know, I had been an independent referee for 17 years, but I became a, you know, TV referee out of nowhere. I had never done live network TV before and boom, there I am. And, wow. uh, and d- doing those shows, those events in front of, nobody or a few people or whatever it was as you know taped dynamites and dark tapings and blah blah blah. just those reps gave me a lot of confidence and made me feel a lot more comfortable in my skin doing a pay-per-view beta match or a world title match or whatever these cool things i've gotten to do since then sometime some of them repeatedly uh so yeah i you know got to do was lucky enough to do a world title match you know i did mox and mjf and then um, eddie and moxley but then the last kind of piece of that was a was a full crowd. So at Revolution, I was very lucky enough. Two of my favorite wrestlers are Hangman and Adam Cole, and I got to do main event world title match pay per view full arena. It was like you know one of the coolest days of my life. It was awesome. So I'm very very oh, very very fortunate, and we are very very lucky to have a crew in which we all kind of take turns. I think you might, if you think back to the the attitude era or whatever, almost every world title match pay-per-view was refereed by Earl Hebner. And that's great. Earl Hebner's a great referee, but I think you'd go back mm-hmm. and watch a month worth of Dynamite. You'd see me do a main event. You'd see Paul do a main event. You'd see Aubrey do a main event. You'd see Knox do a main event. You know, whatever it is, we all take turns. We have, we have a really good system going and we all have our strengths. We all have our weaknesses and we all kind of get that. Aubrey works with Jericho. Knox works with the Young Bucks. I do a lot of Orange Cassidy, Eddie Kingston matches, Derby matches, you know, what comes around goes around. There's no hard feelings. There's no, there's always going to be a next week and a next week and a next week and a next week. And now there's rampage too. So it, it's, it's all good. I have uh, I, I know that's not exciting to, I don't have a lot of dirt or, uh, you know, awful things to say, but uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I, I like everybody I work with for the most part. That's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm very, very fortunate. Like I'm actually a referee. I love, I love hearing these great things. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all it's all positive. That's not doesn't make good headlines uh, for dirt sheets. But I'm sorry. No, no dirt. This is great. Oh, great. That makes me happy, Carly. What were you gonna say, uh, Connor? I'm sorry. Uh, like I'm actually a professional wrestling uh, a, re- a referee as well. Oh, cool. Uh, I haven't refereed in about probably the beginning of the pandemic. Had a lot of shows scheduled and all that. Of course, all they got canceled, but uh, yeah, uh, and like the same thing you were saying about like, like they're outside the ring and you're counting one, two, and then like, like they would always say, like, to like make sure you're loud enough for they can hear you. Oh, yeah, and then like you're still loud, and then they don't, they still don't get back in the ring, so it makes you look like a fool. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, what, what, there's nothing else you can do. I, it's, it's, yeah. uh, um, but yeah. What, where, who, what promotions do you referee for? Um, I haven't refereed in a long time, but I used to referee for the, um, mainly in the, in the Memphis, Tennessee area. Cool. I refereed for, uh, you probably don't know the names of them, but RSWF. Okay. Um, I refereed for, uh, almost Memphis, Memphis, 
Championship wrestling from Memphis. I don't know if you've ever heard. Yeah, that. yeah, that's really cool. I think uh, Peter Avalon does those shows, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, my next question is: Are you in the AEW console game? I, uh, I, I don't, I don't know that. I don't know for sure, so I'm not going to say anything. How about that? There is oh. a, there's a, there's a possibility of it. How about that? Because like in the in the in the WWE games, like they just have like a random like he's not even a referee in the actual like you know matches on TV. So right. I, so it's like I hope the AEW has like a like where you can I, select your own referee. No, I think I think that there's so much detail uh, attention to detail being given to this game that if it's not me, it'll be Aubrey or Paul or Knox or something. I think that it won't just yeah. be a rando person. It'll probably be Aubrey, for being honest. You know, that's what I would do because uh, she's awesome. But uh, I, I there, there was a there there was a at one point there was a version of it. There was a we'll, we'll let's see what we'll, I'll wait and see what happens. I don't want I don't want to say anything either way. I, I it, it would be pretty cool. I'm getting a trading card. Yeah. I do that. I I, oh, saw, oh. <laughs> I, I, uh, I had to sign a bunch of uh, things that are going to go on trading cards. I'm not sure when it comes out, but I I, I was told I'm going to get a trading cards. That's very exciting. That's that'll, make very my, that'll make my son very happy. Yeah. All right. Even sometimes there's like pictures on the back of the figures, and it'll be like you know a, a clip from a match, and like they'll be like me off to the side, and my son thinks that's really cool too. On on the back of Ricky Stark's figure, there's like a picture of me off to the side, which is kind of neat. I'll turn it around at Target and show everybody how to stand by and see what he notices. <laughs> yeah. I'm a very, very big I like, <laughs> with the trading cards. We did a whole oh, okay. card and figure okay. show. So I'm very excited yeah. to hear you're getting a card. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. excited too. I, 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 I look forward to seeing it. I, yeah. I, had to, I saw the picture they're going to use. So I think it actually is going to happen. So we'll see. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, here's, here's my question that, that, Technically, personally, I want to know. Okay. Well, first things first, though, are you and, well, your boss, Tony Khan, uh, what's the word? Um, close, you know, work well? Uh, yeah. I. A lot of it is travel related because I do his travel as well. Uh, but, yeah, no, especially during the um, the – the Jacksonville days, the early pandemic days, we would sit out on the fourth floor of the hotel and we'd all just kind of hang out and we're the same age. Uh, we're both 39. So I think we talk about, oh. uh, uh, we have the same kind of sweet spots of wrestling. Uh, we are the same. We have, he's a comedy fan. He loves the Larry Sanders show. So do I, he like knows a lot of SNL sketches. I know his era of wrestling, like ECW and you know, the he's, very passionate about a lot of the same things I'm passionate about and you can have a really, you know, a conversation with him. Uh, so yeah, I have never had, a, you know, he continues to trust me in big situations on, you know, um, as far as a referee. So that's, you know, I might, he renewed my contract. So, you know, I'm not totally screwing up, I feel like. Um, but yeah, no, I think we have a good relationship. I don't, he's a very, 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 very busy man. And I, it's yeah. hard to even get a second of his eye line, but I mean, he's literally the one talking to me in my ear and I talk, I can talk back to him. So one way or another, we have conversations. Sometimes he's like cracking jokes. He's in a good mood in my ear while we're on TV and I'm cracking jokes back to him. And uh, it's, it's uh, he, he does not feel like this, you know, entity that sits in an office that you never see or talk to or hear from. Like he's uh, very much like an easy to approach around dude. And I think because I am, I'm the travel guy because I've kind of been there since the first double or nothing, you know, 
I do feel like I have a good relationship with him. Um, right. And but te text me when my son was born, he texts me on my birthday, stuff like that. Like, that's pretty cool, you know, like to have your yeah. boss who also happens to be a billionaire, you know, say congratulations yeah. on this and that. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, but here's another thing, though, and here's my recommend. Here's go ahead, I'm listening. Sorry. My recommendation to you and to your boss, Tony Khan, is though, well, I really want to see an all elite wrestling event here in the state of Mississippi. We haven't had one since South Haven back mm -hmm. in 2020 before the pandemic started. Yep. So my suggestion, well, for to you, to, to Mr. Khan is ask him to see if AEW is going to come back in the state of Mississippi because I'm dying here. I love that I, I went to uh, I went to Graceland that morning of that event in South Haven and the night before. Speaking of Tony Khan, uh, I was at a Jerry Lawler's restaurant on Beale Street uh, eating ribs in the basement, and we were talking about Andy Kaufman. It was the coolest thing in the world. And that was uh, so a few of us were there. Tony was there, uh, just hanging out in the basement talking about wrestling with Jerry the King Lawler. So I'd love to go back to Mississippi. Right. Um, I'm actually yeah. trying to referee in all 50 states, and I got Mississippi that day. So yeah, I'd love to go back to Mississippi or the the greater. Memphis area or Arkansas or anywhere down there, I'd I've, I'd love to go back. So I will. Yeah, because, because I will put that word in with our live events guy. All right, and also uh, tell him tell him another thing though, real quick, and I'll get on and I'll get on to another question. Oh, well, if you want to throw Mohegan Sun in there, that'd be fun too. Okay, I'm listening. Mohegan Sun. All right. <laughs> Mohegan right, Sun right. is built for AEW. Okay, and okay. that is um, that's kind of like between Hartford and 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 Boston, right? Yeah, Hartford, Boston, Providence. It's like right in between. Really nice casino. It's got a nice arena. I'm just saying. Well, I think I did an indie show there once. Did that I think I did a Beyond show in a ballroom there. Yeah, the ballroom's smaller. Yep, they do little conventions okay. there. So, so um, I mean, for, cities. So tell him, tell the live band guy or Tony Khan this. The Bancorp South Arena, Tupelo, Mississippi, which is only one hour away from my home. It's a great arena. They did host a little bit of wrestling events back in the day and one one taping event before. And it will be great having AEW here in Tupelo. We could have a concession stand brawl. Hold on a second. I'm going to call my dog. She's crying about something. Hold on. Annie? Annie, okay? Annie? I'll be right back. Hold on. Sorry. I think I screwed up. No, I didn't screw up. In that case, I'll just sit here and be quiet. I think I'm out of questions. Mm -hmm. Doggy safety first. Sorry, y'all. She was, oh she was stuck. She was stuck between the doors, and she was crying, and I didn't know oh she. I didn't, my son accidentally trapped her in a room. Oh, <laughs> so nice dog. Yeah, indeed it is. Oh my god. Yeah, hi, Annie. Hi, Annie. That's the Annie. She's she's eleven. She's getting up there in years. She's have the spunk she used to, especially since the kids came around. But she's hi, she, she's still cooking. Yeah. Her oh heart's pounding. She, I feel I feel awful. I, didn't, I had no idea she was stuck in that room. Annie. Yeah, this is Annie. Hi, Sarah. Hi, hi, hi. Thanks for can't afford, Annie. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I, you can't afford her, unfortunately. Her fee's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sorry I disrupted your question. I, I would love to go to Tupelo. I, apologies for the interruption. 
you said something about a concession stand problem. Isn't that a isn't that a isn't that a famous uh, concession stand brawl? Was in Tupelo, Mississippi. Oh, like, oh, like yeah, in the early eighties. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, tell you know, tell my recommendation for the live event guy or Mr. Tony Khan, which I will, I shall do that. I shall do that. I think uh, last time y'all came to South Haven, like in the like the Greater Memphis area, in twenty. 20? Mm -hmm. Yeah. January 2020. Yeah. So I think we're overdue. Hmm. Two years. Two years. Let's do it. All right. I guess I guess that's about it. Carly? Oh, um, I don't, um, what you got, Mr. Jacobs? You got any more questions? It's all good. It's almost time for Rampage uh, yes, anyway, actually, friends. Uh, Go ahead, sure. So, <laughs> so um, when when would you say you you were bitten by the wrestling bug, as they call it? Uh, I was I as far I was as like becoming seven, a fan. I was I was seven or eight years old, and I remember very clearly the Macho Man Randy Savage and the Ultimate Warrior were larger than life. You know, these giant muscular men wearing neon, running, and just like that. Just like I just it struck me, it stuck out to me that these guys were just like like I couldn't believe this was a thing, and I was hooked. And then yeah, I got a little older. I became, you know, like a, a Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels guy. But Macho Man's always been my guy. I still think Macho Man's the greatest of all time. I, just, I love over-the-top, ridiculous colors and silly and just, you know, being the most ridiculous version of yourself. Like, I have – I think that's the coolest thing in the world. So, uh, yeah, I'd say I was probably yeah. – I was seven or eight. The, I, the first live event I ever went to was uh, in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I was eight. The main event was Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. So it's all kind of been downhill from there, wow. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go to the live comments. Uh, oh great. Uh Jackie Rogers. Hey Bryce. Jackie, thanks for listening, watching. Uh Jungle Boy will be one of these days. One of these days. I think when, when he turns twenty five he can rent a car. Bryce in the bullet club. I don't know about that. I don't think I can <laughs> uh, all about that Bryce. Boom. Uh, great to see Bryce here. It's great to be it's great to see Checkpoint Rage here. Uh, can't wait for the console game. Me neither. It's gonna be great. Uh, does Tony ever talk about the same hotel over and over? The same hotel? I don't I think, think he's meeting with the young. I've seen something about that where the young bucks were talking about. He always talks about the same hotel or something. Oh. I don't know if that's what he's talking about. Or... I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that one. Yes, um, Mississippi. Let's do it, Darla. Uh, no, I get safety first. Right, that's right. She um, was really, she was really upset. You, oh, really? You were at the concession stands, bro? That's awesome. Um, would he do the Invisible Man <laughs> match at AEW? I don't think I'll ever do the Invisible Man <laughs> match again. I think that was a that was a special moment in time. I don't think it, I could ever recreate it any better or different. I I've told my wife make sure they show that at my funeral. That's good. I'm I'm afraid that between uh, not her and my kids, but that's going to be my wrestling legacy is that Invisible Man match, and I. Uh, but I don't think it'll happen to AW now. The ratings would plummet and everyone would change the channel and be mad and it would be my fault. So I don't want that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's everyone's questions. Uh, like it's very great to have you on, uh, Bryce. Thank you so much uh, for having me. What, who you got in Rampage tonight, Darby or Swerve? I got Swerved, but okay. I'm well, Darby's going to win. If you'd like me to spoil it for you, I was no, no, there. I'm not allowed to bet anyway. It's, it's not funny because it's official. I have, to, I have to remain impartial. I like like a lot of people like to post spoilers of Rampage, but I prefer to 
as possible not to see any spoilers. I've avoided them all this week. I Congratulations. You only have to do 20 more minutes or 17 more minutes, so you're in. Really? Let me. He's right. Yeah, 17. <laughs> the Bryce is right. <laughs> thanks well, me... so much for coming on. This has been thanks, great. Thanks for having me. What a delight. Thanks for the support. Thanks for spreading the good word. Yeah, we appreciate it. No, this is uh, just people that you just enjoy what we do, and that's really refreshing. You know, it's um, tough to have, you know, we have all these, like, micro conversations after the shows or in hotels or at airports, but to, like, actually sit down and talk to people that are fans of ours and appreciate me and us is a, a, a really great feeling and a really great way to segue into Rampage. So thanks for everything, and, and don't be strangers. Hopefully I'll see you in Connecticut or Mississippi one day soon. If you want, if you got, if you, if you and the wrestlers would like, I'm also in the – I'm also at the Hilton Properties, which means you guys can stay in a hotel, though, if you guys come to Tupelo. That is a uh, that is a interesting proposition for the traffic manager. That is a good thing to know. Yeah, yeah, and also um, one last question though, and sure. I'll we'll, we'll leave you go. Um, I remember, you, I don't know, was it you or Paul Turner, but Nyla Rose powerbomb one of you to a table. That was Knox, actually. That was Rick Knox. I remember that. Oh yeah, well, I know. I, 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 I that night. <laughs> I hope that Samoa Joe does not send you over the ropes tonight. I, uh, I hope so too. <laughs> Even though uh, it already but, happened, but yes. <laughs> right. I hope. I hope it doesn't. Didn't. Won't. Not, might have not happen. Already yeah. Happened. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the time. The time space continuum is is in, is in sorts. We got this. Uh, but it's it's the last match of the night, so we got we, we who knows what might happen. No spoilers right now. No spoilers. No, no spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like it. Like it's very great to have you on, Bryce, and maybe one day down the road we'll have you on again. I would um, love that. Thank you so much for your time. M thank much you. appreciate. Have a great night. Enjoy thank Rampage. You. Thank you so much, everyone. Thanks, Bryce. Thank you. Good night, you, Bryce. See you. See you. So from here, we'll yeah, that just, was uh, all right. That was so cool. Yeah, indeed, indeed, indeed. So for the live viewers, uh, don't go anywhere because like we're just going straight into rampage after this. Uh, so, I guess, so I guess you're gonna crop the the live streaming. Well, you know the video, you know this from interview with Bryce to yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, like if you're uh, if you, like I'll uh, cut like I'll just put the. Bryce Ramsburg interview in one separate video. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are interested in just watching that interview, uh, I'll upload it as a single video. Yeah, I just cool. And Darla, I know, I know that's true, and you're right. They do need to come back to Mississippi. I'll give you that. Besides, besides, besides. I don't know. I'm just. I wish I could put you in this, but I'll say this though. Hey, Connor, you you are interested in seeing an AEW come back to Mississippi, right? Yeah, I've been. I went to a lot of AEW shows, so. Well, tech. Yeah, and technically out of the states. Yeah. Well, I mean, out of the, you know, not not countries, states. Mm. Right. Yeah, I've been to. So the first AEW show I went to was Fight for the Fall in 2019, um, Nashville 2019, Memphis, South Haven uh, 2021, exactly. no, 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 2020, 
St. Louis, Missouri, 2021. And then Nashville, 2022. That's five. And that, yeah. And you hmm. did, and you did, and you did tell me that you were going to, well, I don't know if I should tell this to everybody right now, but to the uh, all out pay per view, correct? Yeah, I plan on doing it. Me and uh, Aiden might. Nice. Hopefully cool. do something because he's well, not too far from Chicago. Well, well, that's true. Well, to you, but, but here's another thing though, and, if AEW does announce they're coming to Mississippi um, be, between before and right before the All Out event, would you still go? To All Out? No, no, no. Be, to the to the AEW event in Mississippi if they come down here before All Out. Yeah, I would try my best to go to both. Well, okay. Just asking, just asking. I mean, I just don't want to be lonely by myself at the uh, event, even with my mother. Be right back, guys. Need a bathroom break. Be right back. Better gonna cut little Nikki off. Okay, I think I'm situated for a rampage now. Oh, wait. Here it is. I will be right back. All right. Okay. I guess it's just you and me, Connor. And we're live. Yeah. Well, it's great having Bryce on this podcast. He's probably the first AEW, um, yeah, to ever enter this show. Yeah. Hopefully, we can have some more uh, AEW stars, referees, like whatever you want to. Labeled as, yeah, I hope so too. And who knows? We might have we might have a real special guest on here soon. I'm not trying to say who, but I'm just trying to just trying to confirm. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Forget what I said. Oh boy! I just wish <clears throat> AEW, the AEW media email would correspond to my emails i've i've got some i've got some aw people that wants to come on but aw media needs to respond to my emails <laughs> yeah I should yeah, I just, that. yeah i just i just don't know why we can't i mean i know i shouldn't say this but i don't know ah oh, never mind maybe i shouldn't ask so uh let's see if there's anything else though I just, I just hope, I just hope, I just hope that Mr. Bryce would allow AEW come to Mississippi. Though I mean, I know he's not in charge, but he, what he did, he is going to recommend it, recommend to Tony Conan, or as he says, the live event guy. 
I don't want to keep this on the subject all night, so I'm just going to say that the last time, then afterwards, um, we're off the air, uh, you know. Yeah, he said that he was the um, travel agent. And he has two different contracts. That's true. And I did and I did tell him, and I did ask him about the Bancorp South Arena in Tupelo. Did you know that the Bancorp South Arena, well, technically Tupelo, is the birthplace of Elvis Presley? Mm-hmm. here i didn't even know that honestly really well almost because you live in texas no i didn't know, know that <laughs> i mean i mean i'm a i i've i've, I've listened to a, some of his tunes but i'm not i don't really know that much about elvis well he was born and raised in tupelo then he moved to memphis to, for or as they call it graceland right connor he's he's right well technically the graceland's right there in your area yeah, I've been to Graceland a few times. Yeah, <clears throat> I actually went to the Myth because I went to the Myth South Coliseum. Well, I didn't went inside; I just seen the outside. Who's popping up? What do you mean? <laughs> Heard a bubble pop. Mm. Have you all got? Have you guys heard about the the? Another round of mass firings in the WWE. They're firing really good people. Oh yeah. I hey. opened up Twitter and that's like all it was. Including Dexter Loomis, formerly known as Samuel Shaw. That surprised me. Watch WWE, so I didn't know who any of those people were, but I asked my husband and he told me all about it. I think the biggest one at well, I think is Dakota Kai. She was yeah. so good. She she was like the next Bailey. First, but then they changed the character to heel. But uh, mm-hmm. she should have, she could have been one of their top female stars. And yeah, not to be like controversial, but Becky Lynch had to say all those things about there like she flat out said, like WWE yeah. women's wrestling was yeah. like better <laughs> when asked about AEW. And then all this stuff with Ember Moon comes out about NXT and what they were like the butt cheek booty short thing. And then they let go of NXT women's talent. And it's like, it's kind of a bad look mm. on Becky, I think, but on the yeah. same hand, you know, like did Becky like have to say those things kind of, you know, like I don't doubt. It was very that. unnecessary. Yeah. I'm not a big yeah. fan of the women putting down women and women's wrestling. Women's wrestling is hard enough as it is, you know, Seth Rollins is kind of the same way as Becky is like Seth Rollins would call a W the minor leagues or, Stuff like that. So, indeed, and they're married. Yeah, right? he's fighting Cody Rhodes. <laughs> yeah. See, the only reason they do that is because they see AEW as a threat, and it is a threat, you know. Well, he, uh, like, if WWE like fired him or like released him right now, like, where like, would he go? Yeah, like, what what, like, do? where do you? <laughs> like, he, he would practically rely on AEW because they're, the, they're the they're the only promotion that's going to pay similar or maybe higher than WWE. Hmm. Um, it's an interesting landscape. When's the book in late start? Uh, as soon as Aiden's finals, is his semester is whenever he's going on in college. So whenever that's over. Uh, and who? No. I actually can't wait to see that. That's going to be cool. Mm. Yeah. And next Thursday, we're having another new show and it's going to be hosted by Carly, actually. Uh, it's going to be kind of like a dynamite 
review Rampage ramp up for the next Friday or for the next day, but that will be starting next Thursday. Nice. It'll be hosted, it'll be hosted by Carly. So, and also to uh, to Connor though, we all know that uh, tomorrow is a friend of mine, Connor's. <laughs> Connor's. His name is Brandon Harper. He is a big wrestling fan. So I'll just gonna have to say it anyway. In short terms, happy birthday to Brandon Harper. So we hope. Watch we hope. We hope you're watching this right now. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, Carly, how are you joining being on EZ? Oh, I love it. Uh, this is great. I talked to um, I talked to two people about wrestling, and it's my husband. And so I'm a nurse, and there's this one doctor I work with, and he's a huge wrestling fan. So those are the two people I talk to professional wrestling about, and that's how it's only been for, like, years. So I think it is so cool. I get to come on here and talk to you guys about wrestling. And I like have friends now that like wrestling. And this is like really awesome. <laughs> uh, Becky, finally someone that agrees with me, Becky Lynch, like she's a major star to some people, but every time I watch her matches are so boring. Like I fall asleep during her matches. Like I know some people love Becky Lynch, but I prefer Sasha Banks or mm, yeah, Alexa Bliss mm -hmm. rather than Becky. I mean, I'm so, not trying to throw shade at her, but I just find it boring. I mean, hey, it's your know, opinion. <laughs> I mean, I, I think Britt Baker is a little bit more interesting, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll speak, and we all know that uh, to every to every viewers out there who may or may not notice, next Wednesday is also Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you. Yep. So. I'm, I'm going to be doing a special, well, technically, I'm going to do a special line, though, for uh, for the introduction. And I'm not going to say it, but I will say it Wednesday night. But, be, but since we're going to be on the air in about, well, we're already on the air right now. So we're going to be on the air, well, we're going to be on Rampage in about three minutes. So one question, who is a fan, who, I mean, not the viewers, I mean, the one, the hosts right now, who are fans of Star Wars? Um... I was when I was a kid, but I, I like Star uh, Wars. I was a big Star Wars fan. When I was a early, like when I was younger, but I uh, I still keep up with stories like The Mandalorian or The Book of Boba Fett or stuff like that. I still keep Mandalorian up. Mandalorian was great. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I usually I did watch the Family Guy version of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I, that. <laughs> I prefer. Uh, my favorite character in the Star Wars Sega, whatever you want to call it, is uh, like Anakin Skywalker. I prefer Anakin over anyone. I don't know why. I've but... pretty religiously watched Star Wars throughout the years. <laughs> Which version? The, 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 the you know, the... Uh, all, all I've watched oh. them all. Oh, that's good. I've... That's good. That's good. I kind of wish... I kind of wish that... I love Mark Hamill, but I kind of wish that they would have did the first like they did the first three and then they wished i could done the next three like in, in that timeline because they would have looked more uh how do i put it more because uh, you know like the first star wars movies they were really older yeah the 70s yeah. ones the yeah five, five you know uh four five six I wish they the were first ones from the 70s and then they had one two three in the early 2000s and then Six, seven, and eight were the most recent mm -hmm. ones, the Force Awakens and all of those. 
And here's here's another thing though. Here's one of the here's one of the, this has got to be one of the the worst ripoff of Star Wars we've ever seen. Seven eight. What? Nothing. I'm just Star Wars. Sorry. Okay. Um, are you guys familiar with uh? I can't think I'm saying this on live. Spaceballs. Yeah. I love that movie. That's where that was hilarious. Yeah, it's really funny. It kind of looks like it's kind of looks like a familiar from Airplane, but it's a spoof movie. It's like it's it's spoofing Star Wars. It's hilarious. Yeah, Yeah. it stars uh, Rick Moranis and uh, John Candy from you know the Spaceballs, not the Airplane. (laughs) I like John Candy. Yeah, he plays. My favorite actor is. uh... Well, his name is Mr. Bean. Uh, Rowan, uh, oh, I cannot yeah. pronounce his last name, but he is a complete yeah. legend. <laughs> well, I can't believe yeah, I'm doing this page go like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. Like, uh, my favorite actor is going to be Grant Gustin, if anyone knows who that is. I don't know who that is, but... I don't. He's well, anyway, since it's now officially... Should we do the countdown, or should we just... Uh, that's too late. It don't make no sense no. for one. <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, I'm just I'm just gonna say anyway. It's Friday night, and you know what that means. Take it away, Connor. I feel like I've already did the introduction. To the- I I know, but it's already nine o'clock, and uh, I I'm just I'm just gonna I just like to say it anyway when it's rampage time. They've That's updated right. the uh, the uh, like intro. Like from this Wednesday, they've already up, updated it with uh, Scorpio with on on the ladder with the TNT title, the Hardys. Let me see the animated, the animated um that they made with CM Punk. Oh yeah, the uh, the moving graphics. Yeah, like, like I hope graphics, that, yeah. Like I hope, like as soon as this next Wednesday, it's a regular thing. Yeah, like really good. Back in the day in WWE and TNA. Like that was oh. the like that's what they always did. And they got out of the TV's up. It's not mine. Not mine. No, mine's down. It's gotta be yours, Chris. No, it ain't. Mine's turned down. <laughs> Is it mine? It's probably mine. Mine's so, turned all the way down. I just mine's down now. Okay, 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 okay. I just want to make sure everyone can hear it though. We just don't want any spoilers for the fans, though, listening to it right now. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. I can't hear anything. Yeah. Okay. I want Shane Swerve to win this match, but I don't know. I feel like Darby's going to win, though. I think Swerve's going to win. I hope Swerve's wins. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Swerve. Look, I'm going for Swerve, but... Here lately, well, Darby's a big star in AEW. Well, yeah, he has good not... momentum right now. So, but but Swerved, he's gonna he's put on so many great matches. AEW, and he's only been with the company since Revolution, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Darby just came off that big win with he just won against Andrade, and like I don't know, it almost seemed like he really shouldn't have won against Andrade. Andrade hmm. beat him that one time, but I feel like Dar- Andrade should have beat him again. Um, and not because Darby shouldn't have won against Andrade, but I think people were kind of getting this feeling like since Sammy like got the TNT title again, that like Andrade should have had it all along. He should have, you know, 
almost like no mm. fault against Darby, but like Andrade almost got like cheated out of that TNT title that I think like I don't know. Am I making sense? It makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, it makes total sense. I'm going neutral on both guys though, because I don't know I don't know them well, but I'm just going neutral on either one of them. But like I really like Keith Lee and Shane Swerved as a tag team. I never pictured them as a tag team, but Great together. But I, I see a lot of people on, on Twitter and stuff that that they say that uh Shane's word was only brought in to replace Leo Rush. <laughs> That's not true. Oh. <laughs> I mean, in the music way, I guess because Leo Rush did music and Shane does music too, I think. But they're two completely different athletes. Yeah. One's yeah. annoying and one's actually good. Oh yeah, playing. completely different. <laughs> one actually stays wrestling and one retires every few months. And he is called the man of the hour True. for a reason. <laughs> yeah, but let's see which one of them. Yeah, he retires, comes and re- retires and comes and retires. I know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Oh! Who here seen the stunner? Always behind. Whoops. Whoa. That was a good stunner. That's that was Darby hit that pretty nicely. Oh boy. I better I better get out of the way. <clears throat> oh just saw the stunner. Oh, that looked kind of rough. That... Oh jeez. Really... Oh that. They were really, really stiff. Yeah. See that landing? Oh, my goodness. The suicide of a Darby. Oh, I saw the rough suicide, though. Oh, and then uh, Saint Swerve, like, knee. probably. I think it caught him. I want Sting wrestle some singles matches. He's always done tag and trios. I feel like he could do some singles matches. Maybe not a lot of them, but mm. Sting versus Painmaker Jericho, or I don't know if that's Darby's face paint or not, but it looks like a big bruise on his head, like it's red. I don't know if that's part of his face paint or not. Yeah, Darby's barely even moving. I'm back. Didn't know you were gone. Well, I had to step out for a minute. Plus, I've been sitting down, though, since we talked to Bryce. Had to get get my legs back in order before they uh, fall asleep again. Or, as some people call it, the jelly legs. Oh, yeah, we do have Dan House and Hook tonight. I forgot about that. Mm. But it's not a match. That's going to be interesting. Or a we also got Keith. Yeah, we, we also got Keith Lee <laughs> and... Uh... Yeah, I'd like to see... Uh, I was like, I actually told Darby that when I met him, tw- met him three times, but I can't remember which one I told him, but I told him that him and Darby should wear the wolf pack to like the red face paint together. That'd be I'm cool. Ignore, I'm ignoring that next comment.
See, Jackie, there you go. We're trying to give you a chance here. <laughs> yeah, we put you in that time. Well, Aiden put him in that timeout. We should have blocked you, but I don't want to have to block anyone on here. But if it gets to that point, you know. Yeah. 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 And I hope they don't ask the next question that they always ask. You probably know, Mr. Jacobs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and as well as this match is a qualifying match into the Owen Hart tournament. I believe they're gonna have mm-hmm. eight on eight on both women and men. In the in the women, like they only need two more, but in the men I think they need at least three two or three more. That was four. More. It might be four. I know this Wednesday they got Jeff Hardy and Bobby Fish as a yeah. If they I have to, I'll have to say this. <laughs> I don't know why you keep saying I don't know why you keep He's being nice, man. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but I really don't like him though. I really hate the guy. Whether he's an imposter or real or he's just a uh or one of those hacking pe- I don't know. You know, uh, Jeff Jarrett was on here last Wednesday. Yeah, but Double was J. it the real Jeff Jarrett? Yeah, I popped in. I saw that. Probably or was not. it the imposter Jeff Jarrett? We may never know. Well, he's talking to MJF. Oh, yeah. I knew it. <laughs> you already know. He's doing even, that on purpose. I, I have a feeling it's... I'm not going to say it, but I think I know who that is. He's doing it. I got an I'll idea think. too. Yeah. Uh, one day you're gonna love MJF, Chris. No, I won't. Your like your shirt's gonna change and say I love. <laughs> He's gonna I wear you gonna down, like, Chris. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna love him. <laughs> he disrespected Stone Cold Steve Austin back on the podcast right before AEW or nothing started. He disrespects everybody. Well, I know, I know. That's in, on, off, you know, out story. It'd actually be weird if he was being nice. Oh, we did a coffin drop right on Swerve's legs. Have you guys ever seen Darby Owen on TLC? If you guys know what TLC is, it. Uh, it's more like a. Ooh. I remember that TLC. Yeah, Darby Allen was on a. Him and his mom, I think, or something. It was on a wild. Show. Oh, I know really? what it is. It's the thing that sends me. To I had no idea TV, about that. Right? Yeah. It was a what? what? Okay, so it was, was it a show? On TLC. Yeah. Yeah, you know what the show was called, Chris. What stuff? You want like, me to say it or not? No, I want to know so I can go look at it on YouTube. Darby Allen was on Sex Send Me to the Emergency Room. Oh my God, that show was great. <laughs> oh, bless his wee heart. <laughs> wow, I did not know that. I'm sorry I asked now. Oh, I forget this is like, oh, you know, that's nothing to be ashamed of. These things happen. I'm a nurse, I've been a nurse for a long time, I've heard everything. If you're a nurse, though, did you see any? I hope you weren't a part of the uh, emergency room uh, scenes. 
If I was a part of any emergency room, room scene, I couldn't tell you because I'm a nurse. That's patient confidentiality. In right. any case, these Very things true. happen to people. Oh, we got Ricky Starks and Sting. Uh-oh. And I think I know what's going to uh -huh. happen next. I ain't going to spoil it. This is a... Uh... I am, like, so behind in whatever, like, stream I'm watching over here. What do you, what do you got? Oh, here's Ricky Starks. Here's my man, Ricky Starks. I want to see well, a singles match with that's nice versus Ricky Starks. It's nice Come on. Come wow. on, Sting. Wow. I love Sting, but come on. So now Darby Allen's officially. Uh, no, no, no. Not everyone's seen it. Yep, Darby Allen wins. Oh, shoot. My bad. My bad. Is <laughs> he dancing? <laughs> I believe they're not going to be friends anymore. Oh. Swerve they're not going to be friends now. anymore, though. Well, Darby and Swerve. John Spears, hold on. John Spears. Oh, what's he saying? When was his last match? What, Sean Spears? Yeah, when was Sean Spears' last match? Sam Punk. Yeah. Was Sam Punk was... trying to get there to MJF? Uh -oh. oh, yeah. That was embarrassing. Sean Spears is a great athlete. Uh, uh, Carly, I know you're behind, but you're not going to like this next scene. Oh. I just see... Jericho hanging out with Excalibur. I'm not going to say anymore, but you're probably not going to oh, like this. Man, he pulled oh, out the fireball. Doing? That was cool. What are they doing? man, Eddie Kingston. The fire. Who is this? Like, what? Happening. <laughs> what is going on? Is, oh, okay. Damn. <laughs> what is going on, man? <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Yeah, that was out of nowhere, though. <laughs> As Jim Ross would say, business is picking. Oh, business has picked up. Isn't that what he says? Yep. Why does AEW security have to be? Have to be? I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> I actually like how Jericho used a fireball. I haven't seen that in a while. It's a very sports entertainery of him. <laughs> oh, mother. I love the AEW Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. <laughs> of course, MJF's going to say that. And right in front of Carly B as well. It's fine. I still love MJF. 
Hey, I actually found MJF's real Facebook account. He says he doesn't have one, but he, uh, <laughs> I'm friends with who is it? Rick Knox and it was Brian Cage. And under his friends, it had MJF and it had him and his girlfriend or whatever. And his girlfriend comments on his stuff. So it's kind of, <clears throat> I, I, I like, I think it's his, his Facebook account, but he says he doesn't have one, but. He's a completely different person from these pictures I found of him. He looks really nice, and I'm, like I bet if you really get to know him, he's one of the nicest people you ever meet. Not me. I'm pretty sure. He Not just me. plays his he plays his character nonstop. Like he's in a, like he's in a different world of his inside of his head. After that promo he did with um. CM Punk, where he talked about like the handshake with Brian Danielson, it went around Twitter that uh, Facebook post he made in like 2015. Did you guys see that? Where oh. he like really did say he was like, I'm you know leaving college, I'm gonna pursue being a professional wrestler, and he posted a picture of the handshake with um, CM Punk and Brian Danielson, like it was a real post that he made on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Hmm. But CM Punk was still done with wrestling at the time. Mm. Oh, boy. As I said, I'm not a big fan of MJ of hell. I'm not even liking him. Sure talking about him a lot. He <laughs> <laughs> disrespected a Hall of Famer. No, on, a, on a podcast, I think you like him because you talk about him a little bit too much. I think MJF does <laughs> does his job well. I agree. Not, as I said, I'm not a big fan of MJF. I'm not a big fan of him. So everybody would please be. I mean, I'm never mind. <laughs> you know what? As Jerry Lawler would say right now, let's call the match. I mean, I know it's not on right now, but <laughs> no, you're gonna be out. like this. Wardlow MJF feud is being executed to perfection. What? Yes. Oh my god, it is so good. What the, it really is. It's one of the best feuds I have seen in I don't know how long. They're doing great. See, I can't find the Facebook account anymore. You must delete like, it off though. The moment when he realized uh, it or something. It 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 was like Maxwell Freeman or Maxwell Jacobs. Or Maxwell J. Freeman. Uh Jackie, thanks for an actual good comment. Carly is amazing. Screw you, MJF. I don't even know how to feel about that, Jackie, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's not Jeff Jarrett. A lot of people like to impersonate people. Uh, like, I don't know if you guys seen it, but who was it? Uh, someone portrayed to be Liv Morgan, and the fan lost his house, lost everything. Oh, so yeah, I heard about that. Like, don't fall for mm -mm. that kind of stuff. Like, if it's the actual, I don't think the actual person <laughs> would beg you for money, or, mm -mm. or if they are, then it's pretty low down of them, but I don't think anyone would. Oh, God. J.J. Cargill. 
Anything but her, anything but anything. I can't stand her. I mean, I know she's a heel. I'll give her that. I can't stand her winning streak. Somebody's gonna beat her eventually. <laughs> yeah, as Connor said, probably Nyla Rose. If Nyla Rose ever turns face again, I say Chris Statlander. Well, I yeah, that's be, what I want to see doing. I think it's gonna be Jade and Nyla Rose at Double or Nothing, and Chris Statlander. I feel like she needs to beat Jade eventually. I will. Uh, not Gail's back. Who are these people that I keep on showing the front row when Jade's out? Are these your friends or the baddie section? I don't know. The baddies. The baddies. Oh god. Just wish AEW just you know. If AEW does come to Tupelo, though, I'm challenging MJF to a match. No, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna call his ass out though, face to face, if I'm ever signed with them. As a matter of fact, AEW. No, 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 MJF, MJF, because I can't stand him. I got a lot of I got a lot of things to get off my chest in words. Well, the last time you said you was gonna jump the guardrail. Yeah, I, I said that in Nashville. I'll give you that, but I did not do it because I did not want to get security telling me to go back or we're having you arrested for trespassing and attacking an official professional wrestler. Uh, Nate Harlow, I never, don't think I've seen you on. Uh, like your shirt, Carly. Thanks. Super, super kick club. That looks new. Or I've already seen that. Mom, uh, I don't think I've worn it on before, but I've had it for many moons. Right. I had the uh, Cody Rhodes one. The, the one that says American Nightmare, like a Bullet Club logo. Yeah. And I had hmm. the Kenny Omega Terminator. Yeah. It's good to see Kira Hogan getting. Using something more than being just in squash matches. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. <clears throat> the ladies are killing it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Jeez, you see that kick? <laughs> oh, on the spear. Oh. <laughs> Look at her face. Wow. I don't know that what her name is, but, but the one that Jake Cargill's about to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. That reminds me where they're gonna where they're gonna be at next week for May the fourth. Uh, Baltimore, uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Is that where? No, that's a car. Carly, you're from Connecticut, right? Or is it mm-hmm. Massachusetts? Connecticut. 
Waterbury. Hmm. Waterbury, is that what it's no. called? No. That's where Dustin Credible's from. So. No. And we already know who's 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 from Waterbury, Massachusetts. And I'm also in Waterbury, Connecticut. Oh. Waterbury is not a nice place. No, other side of the state. What's the next match? Uh, oh, Keithley and Colton Gunn. Oh, right. Is this Colton Gunn's first one-on-one -on -one match? Oh, let me see. I'll keep up with all the records and everything. We already seen Billy. We already seen their father in a singles match, and we yeah. already did. See, and I think Austin Gunn's been in a one-on-one -on -one match himself. He went against Anthony Agogo and Malachi. Uh, huh. Colton Gunn, this is his first singles match in AEW history in Ooh. his career. For Colton Gunn, wow. Yeah, he's been uh, mainly in tag team and trios, never been in a singles match. Interesting. Now. And, I still, and I still haven't met the guy yet, though, him and his brother, Austin. I met their father. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Colton Gunn's making his – he said he won his first 35 AEW match, but that was in tag team. Yeah, like a lot of the matches that he won, was he didn't get the pin for. Hmm. Yeah. He looks so I'll much see. like Billy. It's crazy. Well, Austin Gunn's there, but I don't see – I don't see uh, – I don't see Billy. I guess oh, – I guess he's not. I guess he's not. A, I guess he's probably out somewhere that night. Keith Lee is very over with the AEW crowd. Yeah. Is he healed now? No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Just wish. Okay. Um, yeah, this is probably the first Rampage reaction we've done in two hours, didn't we? Yeah, this is the first ever. Yeah, this is long. <laughs> since since we already... Since we already talked to, uh, I'm sorry, referee Bryce Remsburg, the AEW official referee. I think the longest one we ever did was me, Mr. Jacobs, and Brody for the best of Bret Hart. That was a disaster. My, I had technical issues, and he had technical issues, and then, yeah. oh, man. That was a, I love Bret Hart, too, and it had to be like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. We got it. We got it. We got it. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. I don't know. What the heck was that? That was weak. He, he tried to chop <laughs> Keith Lee. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I did it back him. Uh, Keith Lee trying to chop the hell out of him. <laughs> oh, it's got oh. I don't know if anyone's seen that yet. Oh, shit. 
Damn. Oh, that's a cold <laughs> very weak chop. That was Yeah, that was very Yeah. Weak. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Like he barely even touched him, it looked like. <laughs> and I just saw Colton Gunn's soul leave his body. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, is there anything else? It's in the wrong commercial. Or picture in picture. I feel like every time I'm on, I'm on, I'm wearing an Adam Cole t shirt. Adam Cole. Every time. And I'm wearing the MJF shirt, not once, but this is the second time this this week. Uh, Nero, do you support? I do. I don't know if anyone else does, but that's superhero, that DC Comics stuff. If you want mm. speaking, of, speaking of comics, though, did you guys heard about the one of the comic book? I believe the comic book passed away today. I, what was it called? What was his name? Yeah, I see. I don't know what his name is, but I heard. He 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 died around age eighty. Let me see. Hmm. Let me see. What's his name? 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 The one that passed re- today uh, recently. Here he is. His name is Neil Adams. No, I don't. He's a comic book artist. Hmm. hmm. But I don't know. But I don't know. But I don't know which comic book DC because he's done Batman. Okay, so maybe sir. rest in peace. Agreed. I'm usually not in the comics. I'm more into anime and manga books. Which is similar to comic books, but except it's Japanese. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. My kids are into those. Huh? My kids. My kids are into those. Aren't or are? They are. Yeah. They watch a lot of anime. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. The manga. Wait. I don't know. Wait a minute. How, how old are they? I have a teenager. And which, what is the other one? Uh, 11. You better be, you better keep an eye on them. I do. Because you they never like know what, because you never know what they're going to watch or what they're going to do. Well, I mean, that's accurate for all children, I think. Yeah, I know, I know. Act, yeah. Speaking of anime, though, I'll be right back because I got to show something to Carly. Okay. It's never a dull moment. It really is. It's really not. It's not. <laughs> I got some cards in the mail this week. I got my, I think I posted them on uh, Twitter. I got my Nick and Jackson this, autograph. Yeah. Completed my set. That was pretty cool. Well, awesome. I'm back, but anyway, um, I already sh- I already shared this on uh, Twitter with uh, Connor and and uh, Aiden and I believe Mikey T, but I have not shown it to Mr. Jacobs or Carly yet. What you got? Yeah, his girlfriend. No, that's an anime <laughs> character. 
That's very nice. Yeah. It's good. A friend of mine did that, though. Uh, well, oh, oh, dang it, my TV froze. Hold on a sec. Anyone's TV's froze? No, mine's. No. Oh, geez. And I can't tell what's going on. I'm already right there. With, I think I'm already right there with Keith oh. Lee standing there. I'm behind everybody, so I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Just let me know what's just to any to Connor and Mr. Jacobs. If any of you are, what? Tell me what's going on, because my TV froze up. But I just saw Keith Lee toss him across the ring. I also <laughs> saw that. Well, I don't know what's going on though. I mean, it usually oh, doesn't happen here. Right now, my. Am I and they're showing Colton Gunn? No, uh, Austin Gunn. Well, um, they're still showing Keith Lee. Let me try going. Let me try getting down here and coming back. There are two ass boys. One of them is outside of the ring. One of them is inside. One ass boy is trying to power bomb. No. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm back to live, you know. But anyway, just everyone who saw the picture, it's not my girlfriend. It's just an anime manga <laughs> character that I got my friend to do for five bucks. That's well done. Yeah, looks looks so. It looks it looks. Well, it's actually like a screenshot, and then I and he redrew it though again and changed it up a little bit. We're happy that hmm. you're happy with your purchase. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 The one. Yeah. The artist who drew that was a friend of was Errol, oh, though the one you guys saw a few weeks ago. Yeah. He's truly an artist, though. I can tell you that. Yeah. Jeff Hardy. That's cool. Uh, who's who? Who is that? Is that? Let me see. Whose sound was that? That was mine. I was my computer doing something with like antivirus software that I don't need. Sorry. Oh, that was mine because mine usually does the same sound. So it's Jeff. You know, here's another thing though. If, if Bobby Fish wins, all three members of the uh, of the what? Undisputed. Undisputed. Undisputed elite. Oh, God. If Bobby Fish doesn't get a pass, I don't like it. <laughs> elite. Uh, the, yeah, the uh, Undisputed Elite. Whatever they're called now. Mm -hmm. mm. Somebody's got it. I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on with Adam Cole. <laughs> he's such a... He's such a <laughs> He's my friend and everyone else. He's just a he's a, he's, a, he's just a piece of thin dip shit. Who what what? Thin dip. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Sorry, I was listening to the Young Bucks and then I just heard thin dip shit. <laughs> who's who's the thin dip shit? Adam Cole. T O I N. Thin dip shit. Because we already know Dan Lambert is a fat face dipshit. I'm sorry, sorry. That's true. <laughs> we oh, here we go. 
I ain't going to say anything, but here we go. You're going to press me for a minute. <laughs> here comes Dan Housen. <laughs> I just can't believe Jeff Hardy hasn't changed his outfit in 25 years. Like now, no, I mean, I love, I love, I love Jeff Hardy. I loved the Hardys when I was 13, and I'm 35, and he hasn't changed his outfit in that period of time. No, not really. It stays to what he stays to what he knows. <laughs> There's been like no evolution. Like Matt Hardy had some evolution in there. Just Jeff is. Jeff. <laughs> All right, finally, we have the confrontation. <laughs> Hook's hair looks like he kind of combed it, like a little bit. Hook's talking now. <laughs> Why does Mark Stone have to get into everything now? I mean, it's all right. He's in every little storyline now. Who's that? I know, Mark right? Sterling. With Jay, now Tony Nese, and now this. Oh. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Oh, I see what they're doing. I don't see it. Explain it to me. Well, um, I see it now. Yeah, pretty much a setup. Yeah, because oh. I remember last week on Rampage, they had a hook and. Tony Nese had a little mm. confrontation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dan has him. <laughs> <laughs> Tony has been Tony has been cursed. I mean, Dan Nelson did curse William Regal. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. He cursed him. That was good. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle's and Hook's going to be a tag team. I don't know I'd why watch, I think that. I would watch the shit out of that tag team. I don't think, yes. Hook, I don't think Hook wants that. That's a good, that's a good name. Hookhausen. Hookhausen. <laughs> No, I would watch the shit out of that. That would be, yeah. No. That would be very interesting. I place a curse on you. I want to see Hook and Brock Lesnar. I think that Hook could pick <laughs> him up. I really think he could, because if he can pick up those uh, Bear Country, if he can pick one of them up, yeah. I feel like he could suplex Brock Lesnar. I'd pay money to watch that'd him try. That'd be cool to watch. Yeah, that'd be cool to watch. 
you know, you know what they ought to do to hook? They should they should let the fans like get in the ring and let make hook tap out within five minutes. The fans, fans? <laughs> like if Hook turns face or healed while well, he is still face right now. Next thing you know, they're gonna hook or his father Taz is gonna allow a fan to make Hook tap out more than five minutes. If they do I don't that, for legal like purposes. Hook. You know, they wouldn't. I think there's a little bit of a liability. That's but true. Like, like, but their plans would be different. Like, if they did do that, like, they would have, like, a random fan that they've all, like, they already know who it is. And, oh, mm-hmm. plant? Yeah. That's what plant doing. man? Yeah. That's how I sent Tina Morello. If anyone knows that, that's how he got in the WWE. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I should, I should definitely make Hook tap out, though. I'm, maybe, I'm not a technician right <laughs> but. You? Him and I are the same age. That doesn't mean. How old is Hook? He's got to be like what? He's twenty. He's uh, let me see. He was born nineteen ninety eight, so his birthday is next week. So let me see. Twenty, twenty one, twenty two. Mister Jacobs, do you remember nineteen ninety eight? Yeah, I do actually. (laughs) Makes me feel old. I remember nineteen ninety eight too. He's gonna be twenty four years old next week. No, he's 22. What? I thought it was 24. He's Let's check. Let's see what his real birthday is. Oh, and his his birthday's May 4th. Coming Space up. Nice girls are popular, though. Oh, yeah, it's coming up. And his real name is Tyler Carl. <clears throat> he looks like a Tyler. Well, hell, you're right, Connor. He is he is 22 years old. I thought he was like in his... I thought he was like 24. Because he was born... Oh, he was born in 1999. My bad, everybody. I remember 1999 too. You know what else? So that's actually the day before Connor's brother Cody's birthday is the next day after Hook's birthday. No, not Cody Rhodes. Connor's brother of Cody Hayes, right? Yeah. I think if Connor's <laughs> brother was Cody Rhodes, we would have a lot bigger budget for this podcast. <laughs> exactly. What now? <laughs> oh, what did you say, Carly? I said I think if your brother was Cody Rhodes, we would have a lot bigger budget for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I wish, but uh, I mean, he wished, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what? Who else is left on tonight? Uh, yep. Samoa Joe and. Oh, uh, that's yep. right. And if I it's rumor, I'm. Hearing is true that uh, Rick Abani, the ROH ring announcer, is supposed to be commentating this match. So, hmm. and our new best friend Bryce Rensberg is the referee. Yep. Uh, well, uh, AEW is not renewing Jack Evans's contract. Uh, he confirmed that on Twitter. And Sunny mm-hmm. Kiss, I doubt they renew his contract either. Um, I know that Marco Stunt, George Nella, Jack Evans, and probably Sonny Kiss, like all of them are not going to be renewed. Um, yeah, it's just. It's not that I want them to not be renewed, but that's just what AW's deciding to do. I mean, they got a stacked yeah. roster, so you like there's going to have to be cuts at some point. 
Sorry, sorry about that. You guys have to press me because I want to hear what the gun club, or as Carly says, ass boys. <laughs> ass boys. <laughs> and now I just lost Everybody loves the acclaimed, though. Yeah, I love yeah. the acclaimed. I thought, I thought the acclaimed were heels. Heel. Bad guys. I don't know. I don't know what they are. They're supposed they like. to be, but the fans are latching on to them. Everybody loves them. Yeah, I don't. Like Deanna Peralta when Mercedes. Right. A lot of the Impact fans are going to be mad if Deanna loses. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be bad. I want I want Deanna Peralta to win because she's the real ROH women's champion and mm. she's the Impact. Well, she's she's very great in Impact. Was or is very good on Impact. She is still good. She's still with Impact. But I think Mercedes is going to win, unfortunately. That's what I'm thinking myself. And, it's, and it looks like it's a champion versus champion match. Wait, never mind. See, see they didn't even have Deanna cut a promo or anything. So, oh, nope. uh, Helico is in action. Dynamite. Hmm. Oh, we got us another special start time again. For what? Rampage next week. What time? It just says special early start time. It doesn't say the time, really. Hmm. It's hmm. probably going to be like around 6 or something like that. Hmm. Wait, that's your 6 your time. Probably 7 my time. I hate when they do it. Well, at 6 o'clock, the, the ratings are are horrible, but when they're at their normal time slot at nine, ten o'clock, mm-hmm. they're way better. Like yeah. every, all the sports are on. Yeah, the uh, NBA right now. Baseball, like you got hockey on right now. Baseball, basketball playoffs. It's like everything's on right now. Hmm. Yeah, and it's already been one year now. We still don't have a blood and guts match. I wish it would hurry up. Oh, we'll do it at the double or nothing, though. I think they're going to do it at the New Japan AEW show. AEW or, versus New Japan. Or as they call it, the Forbidden Door. So it's more like the Forbidden War Blood and Guts match. Like That's what it should be called, not Forbidden <laughs> Door. Like Forbidden Wars. Because it's two yeah. Forbidden Door companies going to war. That's a good name. <laughs> well, actually, Aiden came up with that name. Don't tell him I borrowed his name he created. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Rickabani is. He's on the huh. announce team. Is he the ROH uh, commentator? Yeah. Basically, the yeah. voice of ROH. Let's like see who is the. Oh, you're right. You're right. He's right. It is Bryce Remsburg. He was great. He was great earlier. That was awesome. Yeah. Good thing he didn't oh, let uh, spoilers they, for us. They got a uh, Bobby Cruz as well, the R-Wake ring announcer. I, lo- I love that AEW nice is still. I love that AEW still bringing in R-Wake people, like for their yeah. well, like their title matches and stuff. And there he is. A really good touch too. I like that. Mm-hmm. And there mm-hmm. he is, Bryce. 
is now in the main event of the evening. It's funny how Bryce was just on a podcast an hour ago and he's on TV. You're so neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. In case anyone doesn't know, though, this is the this is the tape event of Rampage tape last Wednesday, and it aired Friday, just like they did SmackDown a long time ago. Well, actually, he's refereeing right now. Ooh, wait, wait a minute! You, I, he was just on here just about about what an hour ago? Yes, what I'm saying. He, he's on refereeing. <laughs> now he's on TV. Man, he looks a little different though when he's on and when he when he's on the podcast. Now he looks a little different on TV. Must be the beard. You know this should be a good match, him? though. Mm-hmm. You know we forgot to ask him. How did he did he feel jealous when Aubrey Edwards was a part of the action figure collection and not him? She really, uh, like she didn't really get a single figure. Like it was like part of the box. Like wasn't it part like a like you got a ring, and her figure mm-hmm. was included with it. Like it wasn't an actual uh, like main figure. I don't think. Well, you're right. It is. Well, you're right. It is in the uh, elite scale box. She still got one. Bryce has a good gig though with that uh, doing the travel booking because he has like the office contract and the referee contract. Yeah. And I was reading in that article that like he got that paternity leave after he had his uh, son through the office contract that he has. And it sounds like he's got a really sweet gig with uh, AEW. I could only imagine. I wouldn't even be imagining an action figure. <laughs> At my age, I'd be like, give me those sweet benefits. <laughs> I could only imagine, like that's booking. The that's the like, dream. Like booking people's, like they've expended their roster so much, and he he's yeah. been there since day one. So, with all the, like day one, they've had they've had a few, like that a mate, a good amount of people. But going on and on, you're adding CM Punk, Brian Daniels, and Jeff. The names keep on going on. That would right. be a very interesting job to take on. Well, anyway, just to show, I know we're watching the match, but I'm just going to show show to Carly since she's a big fan of collecting trading cards. I am. Oh, the CM Punk preview card. Yeah. I got it. I still got it. It's still factory sealed. Well, technically, it's on a collective hard shell case. Yeah. Because it is one of the, well, I know it's not the first, but it is the first preview cards. Yes, they were sold for one week back in September or September of last year. Well, this is the hmm. actual physical card. Hasn't been touched in skin. Yes, that's very good that you're keeping it in that case. The Keith, the Keith Lee one that came out is now available if and you bought it on EPAC. If anybody bought on EPAC, it's ready to go home now, so you can transfer home. Which yeah. one is that? The, uh... the Keith Lee preview card is now ready to go home. I'm still waiting on the uh, revolution. The match dated moments. Yeah, those will be a, a, probably another few more weeks. I have the um, I have two, three. I have three CM Punk, Silver CM Punks, and two Gold Regals. I uh, recently, well, not all of them, but I put as, as much as I could find, like the uh, penny sleeves. Put mm-hmm. most of my cards in them now. Put them in the penny sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> My big money cards I put in uh 
what Chris just showed us these ones. Yeah. In the the hard magnetic ones, but these are the autographs that came in. Oh, I think awesome. those are the ones. Just like I think those are the hard shell case I got right now. They're the magnetic ones, yeah. But I was super psyched to complete these guys because they're my favorites. The young bucks. Yep. Well, I'll give you that, but to me, dang! I Someone did that in my in my work a couple of days ago. I don't even think they watch wrestling. And <laughs> like the complete like dorks that we are, me and my husband. Every time the young bucks come out, we do the <laughs> and the. It's fun to do on our couch. Yeah, yeah. No six girl does it with us. Boom. It's kind of hard not to do it because it's it's so not? catchy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's Adams. When is Carly get show starting? Uh, next Thursday. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be a short who, show. It's uh, half an hour. We're gonna like. I'm planning on just running down like the matches from Rampage. I'm sorry, from Dynamite. Who won, who lost, you know, just wrapping up like all the kind of plot points that happened and then talking about the matches that are upcoming for Rampage and, you know, kind of how everything ties in from what happens in the week and what's going into Rampage. Oh, that's cool. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Some pretty cool things going on on the channel. So if you haven't subscribed, you should. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. But still, but still, everyone's got their own podcast. I mean, we got Connors. He's got his own podcast. Carly B's getting a podcast. Uh, I got like a half hour show. It's something crazy. Well, like it's all one podcast. It's different. Yeah. They're getting their own. And uh, yeah. I know Aiden's getting a podcast. Well, that Aiden's going to be awesome. He's came, he has some like really great ideas coming down the pike. Yeah. So, te- so technically, I'm not trying to be jealous, though, but I'll just say this. Lucky. <laughs> Man, I wish I could, man, I wish I could accomplish something though. I mean, I did accomplish introducing Billy Gunn not once but twice. Dude, I got you're the favorite on the podcast. You're the one that gets all the most of the love. What do you mean from the viewers? You you get the you you get that you know all the all the fanfare. I guess you can say for sure, for sure. Yeah, what is it? What you're is the it? MVP of the whole thing, or whatever? Or do I look like Mr. Bean, John Candy? Or do I love MJF? Oh, great. I really, oh, great. Don't remind me of that. Listen, your MJF rivalry is like, it's it's what's carrying us through, that rivalry there. Well, that's true. Let me say this, though, to everyone. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Connor, since you're the producer. The next, if AEW comes to Tupelo, as I told Bryce, I'm calling MJF out, and I'm calling him face-to-face so I could tell everything about him from start to finish, including his, let's just say in AEW, disrespected uh, my childhood Hall of Famer. You're never going to let go of that, are you? <laughs> You're going to hold on to that forever, huh? Uh, Chris, are you single? I'm not answering that to Bruiser. <laughs> this Bruiser sounds like a guy's name. <laughs> you never know. Oh, that was a good baseball slide by Trent. I mean, I know Carly's the first female, and she's also a married woman. Am I right? Sure. Okay. I do not hide that fact. But still, but still, I'm not seeing anyone. I mean, I wish, but 
and I just and I just said it right in front of everybody. Damn it! Trip <laughs> with that crossbody. That was cool. Anyway, let's get back to the match. Here, here lately, Trent's been in a lot of high-profile matches. One with was it Brian Danielson? Then he had one with uh, yep. mm-hmm. who was it? Um, Orange Cassidy hasn't wrestled in a minute. Yeah, ever since know, uh, right? Revolution, he uh, listened to his, in the in the uh, faces of the Revolution ladder match. That's right. He did something to his shoulder. Like and he was wearing he was wearing a cast. I don't see that on him now. Well, here's another question though. Will we see well since we already talked about it, will it be Hook versus Tony Nice in the future? I'm down with that. I mean, yeah. I don't know if Dan Housen's ready to wrestle yet. Or I was gonna not. say I don't think Dan Housen's recovered. Well he, he he did he did hurt himself when he was still in the indies, but when he joined AEW, he looks fine, but he's still recovering. He's not as people say, cleared to compete. He broke his leg. Like, did he break his leg like bad? Break his leg? Yeah, he. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was in Ring of Honor. He uh, he messed it up. I, like I seen him at a uh, convention, and he had a full cast on and everything. He wanted like a compound fracture. Oh, okay, this is hold. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness! This this is oh oh ouch. It sounds like a familiar. This looks familiar to me. With that hold? Yeah. I'm not saying his name on here since we can't talk about him on the podcast. Who? John Cena? No. Well, that's who does that move usually. He's the only person I, I think of that move. Yeah. This match is actually really good. Mm. It should... The pacing and the storytelling with it. And what you mean? Oh. Oh. I'm not gonna say anything, but uh oh. What a clothesline! That was that was badass. Whoop! One. Ooh. Nope. Oh, he's going for it. Small Joe's going for it. <laughs> oh, dear. And... When was the last time someone reversed a muscle muscle buster? Oh, jeez. Tank. Wow. Oh. Smooth as that Wow, that was that was he choked him out. That was nice. Yeah, he put him to sleep. All right, I caught him. That was good. Now, well, I can't remember the last time someone reversed the the muscle buster. I can't remember the last yeah, time that's happened. This was a uh, Smoke Joey's. For... No, this is his second tail defense as ROH television mm-hmm. champion. He defended against Suzuki, and now um, 
Trent. I feel like Trent, like all the big matches he's in, he's in, he always loses. But he kills it, though, man. Yeah. He kills it, and then he ends up taking the pin. <laughs> What's more Joe got to say? Oh, boy. Samoa Joe and a live mic. I like that. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I knew they were going to come out. I never got a minute until the show's over. How is this going to work? <laughs> He's going to the ring, but I don't think he's going to do anything. I want Cassidy's going to go up to him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Look at the size difference. I know, right? Dude's a monster. Dude's huge. He's doing it on. <laughs> oh, Jay Lethal, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined it. San- Sanjay Dutt. Oh, uh, Pat Buck's out there. You, you didn't know that it is. They are brawling in the ring right now. Smoa Joe's ready. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to go. Yeah. Oh, they're going back at it again. <laughs> I guess this looks new. Why is Dan Lambert out there? <laughs> why That's a good is, question. He's out there <laughs> trying to break him out. Like, why is he out there? He must be one of the AEW officials. Oh, that was a great ending. I love that ending. Uh, like I really love this feud with Samoa Joe and Jay Lethal. Yeah, I lo- I'm I'm loving it too. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was a good ending. Uh, one last comment. Yes. Do you guys even cheat and wish my girlfriend to cheat on me and say it was normal? Uh, oh. I mean, I'm not saying a word. Is that normal to you guys? I don't think it sounds normal. No. I- for it to be normal. You might need to find yourself another girlfriend then, pal. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that the end of Rampage and everyone's end? Mine's ended. Mine is ended. Alright. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, as I said before, I'll be putting the uh, Bryce Rensburg interview all the about self. If you guys are interested in just watching the interview, hopefully yeah, you guys... Awesome. Yeah, yeah, but uh, hopefully everyone stuck around for the live reaction too. But uh, we'll be back Monday. Hopefully, I can find some more uh, like El Drunko videos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta find out more out. We gotta find more out about him, man. He is awesome. <laughs> uh, Wednesday, Dynamite. Thursday, Carly's got her on show. On Thursdays and Friday Rampage, of course. But yeah, we'll uh, well follow the Ollies on on social media. So link in the description below: Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you guys 
It's next Monday. I'll see y'all Wednesday. Peace.